It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Jake Knapp is the inventor of the design sprint and the New York Times bestselling author of the book Sprint. He's also the co-founder of Character, a venture fund for early stage startups. How and why did you start using Miro? I came from this position of thinking, I don't want to be doing stuff online to thinking now when I do a sprint in person with a company, it's like, we're going to use Miro, even though we're all in the same room, because that's a better way for us to get this work done. As an investor, we're basically investing in their ability to solve problems. We're saying, we think this group of people is going to be able to solve a problem in a really great way and create value by doing it. And actually, you need to give people the tools that can help them make decisions, help them collaborate, help them visualize and see things in a different way. And Miro does all those things. So to me, at least as an investor, I'm thinking, give the team the tools that are going to help them think, that are going to make the most brighten their, their skills as smart folks. And Miro is at the top of that list. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the June 18th episode of the Locked On Thunder Podcast. I am your gracious and humble host, Eric G. Thank you so much for making me a part of your day. Man, a lot happened over the weekend concerning the Oklahoma City Thunder and the NBA. And coming up in segment number one, we'll talk about right now how Kawhi Leonard is controlling All that might happen concerning this NBA offseason and where players go and where they might not go and how the San Antonio Spurs cannot lose their shirt in a deal for Kawhi Leonard and just how that affects Paul George and the Oklahoma City Thunder. So all that is coming up in segment number one as we talk about the summer of Kawhi, PG, and LeBron James. Segment number two, fair warning here is going to be a very difficult, very difficult segment for me to talk about because it does concern Brian Davis. And I will tell you straight up right now, I'm not happy that Brian Davis got let go and didn't have his contract renewed. And as somebody who is going through what Brian Davis is going through right now, I have to do my best to balance that segment and give you insight and not make the segment about me. And where I have a little bit of expertise in this is that I am going through what Brian is going through right now. I understand how difficult it is to get a job in this business once you've been let go. And there is... um, I want to do as as much as I can to pull back the curtain and, and shed some light on what broadcasters go through because there's this sort of myth out there that... Once you've reached a certain point in your career, if you get let go, then you can just find another job by snapping your fingers because everybody thinks highly of you or you've accomplished a lot or you're a great asset. 
And that's not always the case. So we will get into that with Brian Davis coming up in segment number two. And then in segment number three, why I agree with Shaq when it comes to LeBron James and a potential new sponsor for our friends at Locked On Warriors. Yes, we can call them our friends because they're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, which is your team every day, and also local experts on the biggest stories. I am Eric G., And I guess David Locke would want me to tell you that I'm a local expert on the Oklahoma City Thunder. Truthfully, I just think of myself as a guy with a microphone that makes a living that is a big-time Oklahoma City Thunder fan, but also works for another publication called Thunder Digest and did radio in Oklahoma City here for a while, hosted a lot of Thunder pregames and postgames, and have been lucky enough to be a credentialed member of the media and get to go to practice and shoot around in the games and all that. And you can see my handiwork at LockedOnThunder.com. We also have all our podcast archive there. So if you like what you hear, and maybe this is your first time listening to the Locked On Thunder podcast, binge. Binge listen to the binge listen. (laughs) Well, that sounded great. There's a reason why I'm struggling getting a job right now. Binge listen to the Locked On Thunder podcast. And tell me what you think of it. Uh, You can always... Can get us there, leave a message as people have done. You can also uh, leave me a message at G-E-E-H-S-O. And look, I'm open to anything. Anything you want to talk about, all you have to do is get in touch with me and we'll make it happen here on the Locked on Thunder podcast. So let's jump into segment number one. I think we've taken too long to get into it. But this is now the summer of Kawhi Leonard or at least the next few days are going to be devoted to Kawhi Leonard and what is going to happen with him. No sooner than than we wrap up the podcast on Friday, Kawhi Leonard's agent comes out and says that he wants to leave San Antonio and the Lakers are his preferred destination, which can only lead you to a few conclusions. One, Kawhi Leonard is trying to orchestrate the, the putting together of a super team out in Los Angeles with LeBron James and Paul George. And he's just going to go ahead and go for it. Two, he wants out of San Antonio so bad that he just simply wants to... He wants to control his destination. And maybe there's nothing with Paul George and there's nothing with LeBron James, but he wants to control his destination. And maybe these guys have already talked. Maybe the three of them have already had that conversation that we assume might happen here in the next couple of weeks. Well, maybe it's already taken place. Maybe they've either met... In California, or the three of these guys, Paul George, LeBron James, and Kawhi Leonard, have had a conference call and have decided, hey, look, we all want to play for the Lakers. Kawhi, you're the wild card in all this. Can you go ahead and get the ball moving to get yourself to Los Angeles? Kawhi's going to have a few problems getting to L.A. One, the Spurs still have him under contract, and they have to agree to it. They've got to agree to send him to L.A. And every team in the NBA, and yes, even the Oklahoma City Thunder, are going to find out what it's going to take from the San Antonio Spurs to obtain Kawhi Leonard's service. Where the Spurs are a little weak in these negotiations is the fact that Kawhi Leonard can just simply say, I am not going to re-sign with that team. And that'll back off a lot of teams. It wouldn't back off maybe a guy like Sam Presti who's already shown that he was willing to go after Paul George as a one-year rental and give up Victor Oladipo and Damanis Sabonis. 
but it will back off enough teams, maybe like the Boston Celtics, maybe like New Orleans, the Clippers. I, I don't know. I, if I'm New Orleans, I'd still go ahead and take a chance on, on bringing him there for a couple of years. But there is, there's the opportunity, like Sam Presti said. You may not have access to this player any other way. And now it's on Sam Presti to decide whether or not what the San Antonio Spurs want in exchange for Kawhi Leonard is worth giving up for. And think about this. Okay, so this is a two-way street. And I'm talking strictly with, with the Thunder here. What would make it worth it to you if you're San Antonio? Well, one, I don't want to give you Kawhi Leonard and you still have Paul George and Russell Westbrook. And certainly... If Carmelo Anthony opts into that $28 million deal, I'm not taking that on. What I would be willing to do, and I'm speaking just strictly spitballing, throwing stuff against the wall here, is if I am San Antonio, all right, you sign Paul George, you trade him to me, I will give you Kawhi in exchange, I'd also want you to sign Jeremy Grant and give him to me as well. But that that That's where I start talking if I'm San Antonio. Steven Adams is another guy that, that I would potentially want if I were the Spurs, considering the fact that Pal Gasol has got a lot of miles on him and, and you need players in the middle. I, that's, that's where the conversation begins for me if I'm San Antonio and I want to deal with Oklahoma City. I just wonder how many GMs... One, okay, let's, let's talk specifically about Sam Presti. I just wonder if Sam Presti is willing to do that kind of deal again where he takes the risk knowing that in the end, Kawhi Leonard may jet and go someplace else. Because with Paul George, what you've done is you got him here in Oklahoma City because as Sam Presti said, you wouldn't have had that access. So, matter of fact, let's just cue that and play that now. We weren't going to have access to a player like that in any other way. Um, Especially not at that age or with the type of fit next to our core players, meaning um, Adams, uh, Westbrook and Adams. It just, you can't get access to those players. Now, um, there's a significant amount of risk that comes with that, but with where we are in the juncture of our timeline as an organization and where we were with Russell at that point in time, uh, you're gonna have to get comfortable with that. I mean, we talked about that at the time. Um, We also think that although it was a disappointing year, in our first year together, um, there were some really positive things that took place. Wasn't enough. We feel like maybe should be a little bit better, but the foundation in year one, um, you know, is certainly in an optimistic uh, framework, but we traded for him because we get to be around him. We get to build a relationship with him. We get to build a relationship with his representation. We get to answer questions. and you get to have dialogue. And as I said before, um, you know, we're able to talk about those things openly. Uh, I, I, if you're fortunate enough to get a an hour-long free agent meeting, it's not going to be here. It's not going to be in front of our fans. It's not going to be, you know, in the environment. That, I personally think this is a wonderful environment to play basketball as a professional athlete. Um, a big part of it is. The universal and unwavering support that our fans provide the team, I think, is a great quality of life. I think that, you know, our 
were resourced exceptionally well by ownership to provide the players an environment to amplify their talents. Um, and I, I'd like to show that to anybody. But, um, but I think what we've learned over time is you just have to be yourself. Hey, and you've used that time with Paul George to make your recruiting pitch. You had a season to make a recruiting pitch. Can you do it again with Kawhi Leonard? Probably, but you may have to give up Paul George to do it, and and I don't think the Thunder want to go down that road. When it comes to other teams, I don't think the Boston Celtics would go down that road. If I'm the Suns, I don't go down that road because there's enough young talent and you've got the number one overall pick. You could build something nice there. The Lakers... You already know you're going to get him, so you can just wait it out and see if he becomes a free agent and decides to sign with you. And every other team has got to decide, do you want to be as shrewd and as risky as Sam Presti? That's essentially what it comes down to in a very roundabout way, what we're talking about here. And I don't know how many GMs have the balls to do that. The other thing is, you could easily, if you're LeBron James, and this is the guy that you want to play with, the Cavs are also going to be in this conversation and talk about assets to give up to the San Antonio Spurs. The Spurs right now don't want to give Kawhi Leonard up to a team that he wants to go to, but at the same time, they may not have a choice because you may not have enough teams willing to bite if he's not willing to agree to come back and play for them for a long time in his career. Tough just it, It's strictly just a very interesting position that the San Antonio Spurs are in. And from what everything that was said, and, and from everything that was said today by Zach Lowe on ESPN and just reading today, the Spurs aren't ready to make this a quick process. They can take this all the way up to the trading deadline if they want to, if somehow it increases the value that they would get for Kawhi Leonard if somebody wants to grab him and rent him and use him to make a run for a championship and then try and sign him long-term. But a lot of this is simply just Kawhi Leonard saying, I want out of San Antonio now. I'll do whatever I can to get out of San Antonio. I'm going to make it hard for the Spurs and we'll see what happens. And I will tell you, even after everything that came out of Friday, I'm of the belief that the Spurs and Kawhi Leonard can iron all this out and it just goes away and it's... uh, it's posturing from him and his agent maybe to hasten things and get the Spurs to speed things up and offer Kawhi Leonard that Supermax because that's made ultimately what he wants in the end is just that five-year deal. And he wants it sooner rather than later. And if the Spurs think they're going to lose him, they might give it to him. All right, so a lot of Kawhi Leonard talk there in the, in the, first, <laughs> in the first segment here on the Lockdown Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Network, your team every day. Coming up in segment number two of the Locked On Thunder podcast, a very difficult segment for me. I'll tell you why it's not as easy to find a job in this business as you might think it is, even if you are a guy of Brian Davis's caliber. It's all right here on the Locked On Thunder podcast. Okay, here's how Miro works. See, it's amazing. What's everyone doing at David's desk? Ever since marketing started using Miro's collaborative online whiteboard, he thinks all our other teams should sign up. Why? 
He says Miro's making his meetings disappear. And if every team gets on it, that means even less meetings. They're using Miro for brainstorms, mind maps, customer research. So could we use Miro instead of having another hundred meetings for every round of feedback? Yep. You can comment, react to ideas, even leave a recording on the board. And what about presentations? There are Miro templates for that. How do you know so much about Miro? I've actually been using it all along. I just used a Miro board to plan the best vacation. Okay, I'm on board. See how Miro users save up to 80 hours every year by meeting less and doing more. Get on board at Miro.com with three boards free forever. That's M I R O.com. Another move that happened after we had already published our podcast on Friday was that Brian Davis was let go by the Oklahoma City Thunder. I hate this move. It sucks. And it sucks for a lot of reasons. Um, First of all, Brian Davis has been the only television play-by-play guy in the history of the Oklahoma City Thunder. He's been here 10 years. Brian Davis personifies class and optimism. And you can see that in his social media tweets after the announcement was made. The Thunder didn't even send out an announcement. You just kind of had to know what happened. And then you had to contact team officials to have them give you a statement, which I I put uh, on my Twitter account there. I actually tweeted that out, and and maybe I'll retweet that today so you can see it. But Brian is a great individual, and regardless of what you think of his his ability to do play-by-play, whether or not you thought he was a homer or he was on the rest too much, um, I know or I have been told that he was warned about the phrase that he used with Russell Westbrook, a phrase that I won't say here, a phrase that I didn't think was racist, but apparently it is. And if it offends that many people, then then, then I'm not going to use it. Apparently he had been warned about it, and I guess this was the last straw. That's what I have heard. I don't know that that's necessarily the truth. Brian Davis was a guy I always enjoyed seeing prior to games and after the games. He just was so gracious and kind and willing to share information about the Thunder, willing to give his opinion, and just willing to talk to you, have great conversations. And there's much more to this guy than just the Thunder. I mean, he loves movies, um, loves his family, and just like, there was always just this smile, just this, this, this way about him that made you feel better about everything that was going on around you. It hits close to home for me because I just went through this uh, a few months ago. And, and and I say I'm still going through it because I'm still actively pursuing jobs in, in, in broadcasting. At least jobs in, in sports broadcasting and, and trying to do more than podcasts. Not that I'm not happy doing this, but yeah, do I want to host a show again? Absolutely, I want to host a show again. I'm not going to lie about that. I'm not going to hide it. And I think my skills are good enough to do it. And I honestly, when it comes to Brian Davis, know that he is good enough to broadcast at a network level and broadcast certainly for any sort of major league team. But here's the thing you have to remember about this business. In a way, it's a lot like coaching. There are only so many jobs out there. In the NBA, there are 30 jobs, 30 television play-by-play jobs, 30 radio play-by-play jobs. If you add sideline reporters, if you add color commentators, that number increases, but not by that much. So to get one of these jobs, 
you've got to have some luck. You've got to know the right... A, you've got to be good. You, you've got to have something about you that's good. But you've got to know the right people. You've got to have timing, which is the most difficult thing in the world in this business, is to just have good timing. And sometimes it's about hearing about that job before anyone else does and you being the first name in. And so many things have to fit in place in order for you to have that opportunity. And I want Brian to have that opportunity again. I don't know how soon it's going to come. The timing of it is really bad because what happens between now and usually August is when teams start, if they're looking, they're looking now. And most teams make these moves by the end of the year. So whenever that local broadcast is up, these teams make these moves and they start having an idea of what guys they want to bring in. So I don't know how easy is this, it, it, this is going to be for Brian. It may be nothing. It, it may be just a situation where he's able to pick up the phone, make a call. I don't know if he has somebody that represents him. And then all of a sudden, Brian finds himself in a, bear, in a very favorable position. Wow, boy, that's mumbling. Maybe I shouldn't be looking for a job. No, actually, I will be. I'll continue to look for a job. But it also may be a case where it takes him a year or two to get back into this. And I've known people who've been at the network level that has taken them a while to get back. And think about all these people that got let go by ESPN. Not a lot of them have, quote-unquote, landed on their feet. Which is one of the biggest lies people will tell you in this business when you let, when you get let go. Bigger and better, and you're and you'll you'll land on your feet. You're good, you're talented, you'll land on your feet. Well, you gotta have help. So with Brian, I hope he gets that help. And if I can help him in any way, shape, or possibility, I certainly will. Um you know, maybe my guy runs in those circles enough to hear about something I can pass information along to him. But it's just it's not there's this I think there's this misconception out there that because we've seen certain people in especially here in Oklahoma City who've just bounced from station to station, you assume that is what's going to happen to everyone once one place lets them go, then another place jumps up to hire them and that's just that's not the case. It's not the case for everyone. It's a very rare few that fall into those or, or fall into that pattern. I hope Brian Davis fall, falls into that pattern. And when I heard the news on Friday, my heart just sunk. Um, and I just, in, in a way, it's just it, it's hard to imagine Thunder basketball without him at the helm calling play by play. And whoever the new guy is and comes in, wish them nothing but the the absolute best. Wish them luck. Hopefully that they are successful and can have a run as long as Brian's, if not longer, but I'm going to miss him. We'll desperately miss Brian Davis, and the sooner he's back on the air, the better we all are for it, and the sooner he's back in somebody's arena telling jokes, having good conversation, the better off they'll be for it as well. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. Coming up next, why I agree with Shaq when it comes to LeBron James.
Jake Knapp is the inventor of the design sprint and the New York Times bestselling author of the book Sprint. He's also the co-founder of Character, a venture fund for early stage startups. How and why did you start using Miro? I came from this position of thinking, I don't want to be doing stuff online to thinking now when I do a sprint in person with a company, it's like, we're going to use Miro, even though we're all in the same room, because that's a better way for us to get this work done. As an investor, we're basically investing in their ability to solve problems. We're saying, we think this group of people is going to be able to solve a problem in a really great way and create value by doing it. And actually, you need to give people the tools that can help them make decisions, help them collaborate, help them visualize and see things in a different way. And Miro does all those things. So to me, at least as an investor, I'm thinking, give the team the tools that are going to help them think, that are going to make the most brighten their, their skills as smart folks. And Miro is at the top of that list. Okay, we wrap things up here on the Locked on Thunder podcast, where we talk a little bit about Shaquille O'Neal who says that LeBron James doesn't need to be chasing rings because essentially his legacy is set. I think I've said this before too. LeBron's legacy is set. If, if you believe he's better than Michael Jordan, then he's better than Michael Jordan. If you don't believe he's better than Michael Jordan, then there's nothing LeBron can do to change your mind. And Shaq was speaking from a place where he knows he tried to chase rings and it didn't exactly work out for him. He doesn't want to see LeBron go through the same thing. He believes LeBron should stay in Cleveland and enjoy it there, finish out his career as a Cavalier. And if you happen to get another couple of rings along the way, great. If you don't, it's really not that big a deal because you're a legend, you're a Hall of Famer, and there's just... there is not a whole lot more you can add to your resume. It's it's that point of diminishing returns which Shaq is talking about. Jalen Rose was also right when he said, hey, the difference is LeBron James is always going to be the best player on whatever team he's playing on, at least right now in his career. True, and, and true, LeBron could go to Los Angeles or Houston or Oklahoma City and lead somebody to a championship, but... How much happier is that going to make LeBron James? It could, if you're LeBron James right now, does another two, three, four rings, does it make you any happier? Does it help you with your family? It's not adding to your legacy. And there's something to be said for looking at the place that you're in saying, I'm happy, I'm good here. And if it's going to happen, it needs to happen here. It doesn't need to happen someplace else that's me and that's why I've always said that when you start judging guys on championships it it it, one it's unfair because there's a lot that is out of your there's only so much you can control in winning championships and and even for as great as Michael Jordan was Michael Jordan needed a really good front office to put people around him to make him the championship champion that he is that's LeBron he needs people in Cleveland to put to put guys around him. He needs people in Los Angeles. And just because you go to Los Angeles or Houston or Oklahoma City, it's certainly not guaranteed that you win a championship. Yeah, you might have a better opportunity. But coming out west, you still got to deal with the Golden State Warriors. And I think you're you're LeBron. You know all full full good and well what that's like. And in the east, you're going to have to deal with the Boston Celtics for what seems like an eternity. And maybe the Bucks and the 76ers. So, yeah, there are there are teams that are up and coming that are going to challenge you. 
I don't know if, and this is just me. If I'm LeBron James, I I tell the Cavaliers pursue Kawhi Leonard to the nth degree. I'm staying here. I'm going to finish out my legacy here, and that, and it'll be what it will be. But at least try and get me Kawhi Leonard, so we've got another chance to win a championship here in Cleveland. That's how I would handle it. And speaking of LeBron James, there is a new sponsor for Locked On Warriors. Um, at least Locked On Warriors should pursue it. It's from Bear Bottle Brewing. They have LeBron James Tears IPA. <laughs> Which I would imagine, it, uh, I don't know, it's probably a very salty beer. But still, there it is. It's perfect. And I just keep thinking here, I, I know that we've made fun of Kevin Durant a lot in Oklahoma City. I still wouldn't want a beer that tastes like a cupcake. I right, look, I like my beer to taste like beer. I don't know about a cupcake-flavored beer, but hopefully we can have KD's Tears Stout or IPA or light beer or whatever. I don't know. It's Kevin Durant's probably a very light beer with not a lot of taste. That's what that's what I'm saying. It's just not a lot of taste. I don't know. What would the Russell Westbrook beer taste like? All right, I'll take your suggestions at G-E-E-H-S-O. It's too early in the morning for me and try to figure that out. But thank you so much for joining me today. And tomorrow, what I'm going to try and do on the podcast, either tomorrow or some point this week, is all the stuff that we missed. Because I started realizing there's a lot of stuff that I tell you that I'm going to talk about at the beginning of the podcast and that I never get to because I get on these long diatribes or I take all these left turns. We will do that before the end of the week or at least some point here on the Locked on Thunder podcast. All right, I'm wrapping up. I'm Eric G. Singh. Everybody love everybody. And remember, peace, love, and thunder up. You are Locked on Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Jake Knapp is the inventor of the design sprint and the New York Times bestselling author of the book Sprint. He's also the co-founder of Character, a venture fund for early stage startups. How and why did you start using Miro? I came from this position of thinking, I don't want to be doing stuff online to thinking now when I do a sprint in person with a company, it's like, we're going to use Miro, even though we're all in the same room, because that's a better way for us to get this work done. As an investor, we're basically investing in their ability to solve problems. We're saying, we think this group of people is going to be able to solve a problem in a really great way and create value by doing it. And actually, you need to give people the tools that can help them make decisions, help them collaborate, help them visualize and see things in a different way. And Miro does all those things. So to me, at least as an investor, I'm thinking, give the team the tools that are going to help them think, that are going to make the most, brighten their, their skills as smart folks. And Miro is at the top of that list. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.